All right. Hello and welcome to a, a new limited series here on the COTR Presents feed. Uh, my name is Eric and I will be the, the host here through these couple episodes of what I'm calling a long extended podcast. Uh, Bardley is not joining me here for this, so I, I finally got to spread my wings and fly by myself here a little bit. Uh, we'll see we'll see how that goes without him uh, doing all of the the important work on the, the the podcast stuff. See if I can pull it off. Uh, this limited series is going to be me sitting down and having a little chat with a couple of the other wonderful folks that help out with a long extended party. Uh, a long extended party for those of you that aren't familiar is a community uh, run fan extension for our card game. We are in the process of making more content for the game now that Fantasy Flight Games is, is done creating new cycles. And there is a lot of work uh, that goes into doing all of this, just a lot. And it, it seems like it has mostly been Chris or C-Stan and myself that have gotten to have some of the fun airtime out here on the podcast channels and stuff. So I thought it would be great to to get to sit down and hear from a lot of the other people within the project about what it is that they do, what it is they help with and, and let them share, you know, what their experiences are with the project. So our first episode here today, um, I am joined by two of the members of our translation team, actually, since uh, a long extended party is not just released in English. We release it in quite a few other languages as well. So I have with me, uh, Dortia and Uniton. Uniton, <laughs> I'll let you you guys introduce yourselves here <laughs> better than I did. Uh, but they are both members of our German translation team. So yeah, if you want to uh, maybe just introduce yourselves here a little bit, uh, let let the people know you know where you're from and uh, how long you've been involved with a long extended party. Yeah, so I will start. My name is Dorothea, aka Anaru, and next to me my is my brother. <laughs> Yes, my name is Jonathan. Um, my nickname is Taudir. If you want to look for me on the back cards um, of the expansions. Um, and we are from, of course, Germany, from Bavaria. Um, to be more specific, from the okay. city of Nuremberg. Oh, cool. Okay. And, and how long have you been uh, working with Allup? Uh, so, we came in quite late i would say um i think it was me who discovered uh, children of eor somewhere on the internet mm -hmm. because um we had just you know f finished the last cycle and we're looking if there was anything new to come and so i discovered this uh, yeah this fan expansion and i thought I had already seen it sometime before, but I wasn't sure. And so I looked at the cards and I thought, this is great. And I wanted to have a German translation of that. <laughs> um, so I looked a bit around and it seemed that there was something in preparation for the German translation. I thought, maybe we would like to help because we're quite... I would say proficient in English and uh, yeah, proficient in reading the Lord of the Rings, both in English and in German. And yeah, so 
I wrote an email and it was May the 5th of 2021 and we joined in tw uh, on May the 7th and since then we have been working with a long extended party. Oh great. So yeah, that's I think we only ended up releasing the first product back there in in March of 2021. So you guys have been around more or less since very soon after we started actually releasing stuff. Yes. Good. <laughs> Very cool. How long have you been playing um, the card game in general uh, prior to your involvement in, in all up? Yeah, um, I think we got the game, uh, the core set, uh, Christmas 2014 or 2015. Um, but uh, due to lack of experience, uh, we did not really understand the game. So we're <laughs> Not really card gamers, we came from uh, Lord of the Rings to the game, so we stopped playing in 2016. Um, yeah, but then, yeah, we really started again uh, winter 2019, and then, yeah, during COVID, we had a lot of time. <laughs> so we played all the cycles and the saga expansions, and yeah, so 2019 was it really. Wow, nice. So you, you said you came in just from greater like lord of the rings love and fandom yeah. of the the ip itself uh yeah what did did you just kind of stumble across the card game in like a game store or something like that or how did you uh... it was it was a gift so our parents knew that we were really? pretty freshly into lord of the rings mm -hmm. and then they looked around for you no know, board games and <laughs> I think they they suspected nothing when they bought this <laughs> nice nice board game <laughs> or card game, but that's not a big difference. And yeah, so we got the core set, and yeah, we we failed. <laughs> we failed pretty badly in the in the beginning, but um, yeah, it was just I wanted to feed our Lord of the Rings love. And did not expect that we would be spending hundreds <laughs> on the on this game, <laughs> but we did. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I I originally got into the game because uh, it was cheaper than one of the other solo games that I was looking at on the shelf. Just that you know the core set cost less than the other one. I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess I'll just go ahead and get that one, which turned out to be a, a terrible financial decision. <laughs> Much like you're talking. It ended up costing a lot more, actually. Uh, perfect. So... It's worth it. <laughs> uh, are you involved in any other areas of, like, the greater Lord of the Rings community or, or, or anything like that? Or do you mostly just play with the two of yourselves? Um, or, or do you have, like, a local game group or anything like that that you um, connect and get to play the game with? So, because it was pretty much lockdown when we really started to play, um, sure. we did not really get into any groups, and I think locally there isn't, isn't any. There are conventions, but they're pretty far away. And it's a bit difficult to come, There's because we are only 20 and 21, so we have to speak to our par parents, plan the holidays around it and such. <laughs> But um, we do run um, a German 
I don't know. Do you say Wiki too? The fandom hosted uh, Wikia, um, where we have started to <laughs> list every card from the Lord of the Rings card game. Oh wow! And we have for this for this Wiki, we also created a Twitter account, um, which surprisingly gained many followers in the last. <laughs> uh, in the last months, uh, we're, I think, at 1,200 followers at the moment. And um, we do not know if these are people playing the Lord of the Rings card game or if they just troll. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's, that's what we're doing. And um, we're still working on listing every card. <laughs> Of course, because it's quite a lot, and um, yeah, there are unfortunately other things in life than Lord of the Rings, which is a shame. <laughs> it's a shame. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's that's impressive. I I run the official uh, a long extended party Twitter account, which again maybe not quite as as much general reach as something like what you're doing, but we've only got like two hundred followers, so you're <laughs> you're putting us to shame. And I've had that one for a few years now. <laughs> We do not know how that happened, but <laughs> here we are. Yeah. We also don't do anything on the Twitter account. Really. <laughs> pretty inactive. We mostly there are some who share the gameplay with us, so uh -huh. they post, you know, new quests they've played or a new deck they've tried, um, and some asking questions and we answer them but it's really not that much and of course we talk about the alab expansions yes of course we do sure. that too <laughs> great so the, with your primary goal being to you know help the translation team are, are you the two only two that are doing that or are there other people on the along extended party team that are, are working alongside you as well uh there were other people <laughs> okay um but uh, i think two of them just are inactive now they sure. translated uh children of Eorl, and then yeah we made the whole translations and we have our lead translator jan uh, but he's also most of the time inactive yeah he's a bit short on time because he's got sure children and family and to care about and work and we're just students so <laughs> college students so we have a lot of time at the moment that's great. So, because you know, I I'm pretty involved in a lot of the areas of the Along Extended Party project. You know, I've got my my hands in a lot of different pots mm -hmm. over there. But uh, even I am pretty unfamiliar as to exactly how your translation process works. Um, do you think you could kind of walk us through, you know, kind of step by step what happens? Like, when do you get to start translating the cards? Uh, you know, what tools do you use? that sort of thing uh just for, for a card yeah. set yeah. so the first thing of course is um the english version has to be done and yep. i think it's almost all the time shortly before the english release when uh the translations are added to our translation tabs yeah so i think we have to talk about the spreadsheet a bit <laughs> Um, so there is this uh, spreadsheet with all the card data 
you know, like card name, type, fear, uniqueness, and all that. Card text, of course, and the flavor and the shadow. Um, and there's, of course, one for English, which is the main tab. <laughs> tab. Um, but there's also one for every language. And whenever a new translation uh, is added to our translation tabs, all the English text appears in our German spreadsheet tab. Of course, everything is in English. So we then go ahead and translate everything that needs to be translated. Of course, not... Uh, we, we try not to mess up anything that has been done in the English, uh, in the English version and should stay there. <laughs> and we have managed it up to now. Um... So this takes about three to four hours. Uh, I think it's because we're two, so um, it's easier because one of us can read the English cards and translate them, and the other one types in the information, the translation into the German columns. Mm -hmm. um, so it's easier than having to do it alone. So this could be an advantage that we're having. Um, but, you know, there are... Long stories. <laughs> long, long stories to be told. Um, so what we also have to do, of course, is um, look at the flavor text mostly, but also some, some card names that could be uh, quotes from the books. Mm -hmm. So um, we have our English online or PDF version of the, the English book. And we have our vast collection of German <laughs> editions of the Lord of the Rings at hand. Um, and so we, we look if it's a quote, and if it's a quote, then we look where it is in the text in the book, and then we have to find it in the German book. Oh wow. We, we do have a searchable German ebook, but it's really slow, and most of the time uh, we know the Lord of the Rings well enough to find it faster in the actual physical book than uh, having uh, the uh, electronic document be searched by a pretty slow e reader. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Wow, I'm I'm amazed that it only takes you, you know, you said three to four hours per card set. Yeah. Because you know that that includes the like the story text and rules and everything like that as well, right? You're not just doing the, the card text on the actual encounter and player cards. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah, that's the only but only first first step. Uh, we have oh. much work to do after that. <laughs> yeah. Um so of course depending on the story text, um it can be a bit longer, uh, especially if there's uh, much epic language <laughs> in the in the English text that needs an adequate translation in German, because um, the languages are fortunately pretty similar, so uh, most of the translation isn't that hard. But um, English does some things in the story text that German just can't do, so we sometimes sit around and have to think a bit about how we would express oath and honor 
in German without sounding awkward when doing so. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's only the first step, and it's the three to four hours are for adventure packs, of course, because we haven't done any deluxe expansions yet. Right. Um, so I think it would take maybe six hours for <laughs> for a deluxe expansion. But um, yeah, that's the first step, and then there's uh, still much work to do. So um, when the translations, the first translations are done, um, we have this incredible pipeline that you know takes takes the the data from the spreadsheet and generates finished cards. We still do not have any idea how it works, <laughs> <laughs> but it works. <laughs> but it works. And uh, thanks to patience and help from AR, we installed it. And uh, then we generate the first outputs. So just just the card images. And because it's much easier to uh, find mistakes on the cards themselves, themselves than in the spreadsheet, um, yeah. which is small and... Um, very difficult to 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 read sometimes, and um, so then we we look at the cards and the proofreading starts. Um, and the main part of proofreading is actually formatting. So because German, uh, <laughs> and that's not just a cliche; that's real. It has very very long words. Um, right. Especially because, uh, yeah, we where English separates the words such as encounter deck with two separate words, the German word is the same basically, but written without any space. So the words get long, and so the first thing we normally do is add hyphens everywhere, <laughs> uh, so that it does not look weird on the card when. There's just a ton of empty space in one line and then a big word in the other. Sure. <laughs> yeah, and um, German can get long, and it's definitely longer than English, so um, we also have a reduced font size compared <laughs> to the English version on the rules cards. Um, and that means that the back of the card, for example, with the credits, or the back card with the credits, the font front face of the back card <laughs> uh, is always messed up when we uh, when we generate it for the first time so we then have to go and adjust the spaces so that all the uh, CEO and COO and illustrations and so on are in line with nice. each other yeah yeah, and that's and then a bit of a pain over and over again yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no yeah, it's a bit of a pain, but uh, <laughs> we are slowly becoming familiar with how exactly the space works. So it has become better, but um, it's still one of the more, yeah, pesky tasks. <laughs> yeah, that does sound difficult. You know, it's it's fun on the English side of things. You know, we have a whole bunch of other like different people that do each of those steps. You know, we have, um, you know, our lead graphic 
artist is kind of the one placing all the text and making sure it looks nice. We have a team of editors going through and looking at everything. So it's it's crazy that the two of you are basically doing all of that work for that one. You know, on the on the English side, we've probably got. I mean, Thaudir, who does the the graphic design councils, like five people themselves. But then we've got you know got six or seven other sets of eyes on it also. Um, so that's impressive that, that the two of you can do all of that there. Yeah, it, but it's fun actually. So uh, it's not like no, no, we have to do it. Yeah, again. <laughs> we're always excited when a new when a new pack is added to the translation, so we can start working on it. Um, the one thing that we sometimes a bit angry about is <laughs> when we've done all our translations and then the English cards get changed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I believe that. Yeah, there yeah. there are some. It, it's funny. One of our uh, like biggest and best rules people uh, is uh, goes by a lone wolf on the the discords and handles and everything like that, and he's one of the Italian translators. Yes. And sometimes he doesn't get to do like his full review of cards until he does the same thing as you when he starts to sit down and look at them. So we finalized everything and then he starts going through them for his Italian review and it's like, oh, nope, these need to have like a slightly different wording because it doesn't work the way you thought it did. Because, you know, he's just knows so much about the the minutiae and, and little details of rules so that's <laughs> that probably accounts for most of the late last minute changes for you too is when <laughs> is when he catches something that we screwed up thankfully before we send it to print but probably after you've started the translation process but it's it's fine because i really admire how the spreadsheet is made uh there's there are these columns from the with a card name and if anything gets changed, it gets read, and we have another column where we can make the the spreadsheet itself show us what has been changed, and uh, then we can mark the changes as applied, and that's really cool. So I, I really, I really admire any one who can do something like that, <laughs> because I have no idea how it works. <laughs> yeah, no, I I'm still in the in hopes not not high hopes but to get ar onto one of these episodes as well because the the behind the scenes stuff he's done programming yeah yeah, yeah. everything is incredible like you said like the i and the translation tab and pipeline that you've talked about are kind of just the the surface of some of the crazy <laughs> things that all up has going in the underneath the hood there I think we annoyed him a bit when when we were installing the pipeline because we just kept asking stupid questions. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, this doesn't work. Oh no, how do I start it? <laughs> oh boy, you know way more about it than me. <laughs> so, um, are there any other problems or anything like that that you've kind of encountered beyond just the the couple you've talked about with the the longer words and? kind of last-minute changes on, on the design team's end? Um, yeah, actually, there are many problems. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, in the beginning, we we joined uh, before the German release of uh, Children of Eol, and we had to wait really long to the German release, yeah, because we already said it, our lead translator has not much time, and yeah, we didn't have... Um, Instead, the uh, pipeline, uh, we installed it, I think, yeah, 
two or three months ago. So we had to wait really, really long, and <laughs> it was kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then we decided to install pipeline by ourselves, and yeah, it's become much faster now. Yeah. <laughs> um, and another thing, of course, the long words are really big issue in German. Uh, we even got, I think it was without my hat, yeah. the card that was, I think, just released on the mustering of the Rohirrim. Yeah. Um, which was originally planned to be called, I've come without my hat, which would have, you know, been fine for the English card, but um, the German version of that, it, it's a quote, of course, and the German version of it would have been ich bin ohne hut gekommen and that would just have been much too long <laughs> for the card so i think the german the german language is responsible that this card now has just is just called without my hat <laughs> and does not have the full quote um yeah the quotes are another problem um it's a bit of a deeper dive into language But, for example, um, there's a big problem that subordinate clauses on the cards, like, you know, when was something with since or when and all this, all this stuff, mm -hmm. um, if you just leave them out in English, you have a full sentence that looks and feels like it could be standing on its, by itself. Um, But in German, um, the word order is different in a subordinate clause from that in a main clause. So whenever we have an, a subordinate clause quote in English, we have, most of the time, we have to add the main, add the main clause so that it makes sense for a German reader that this sentence is standing on the card. Um, And add to that the long German words. And we sometimes are short on space on the card. <laughs> um, because not only is the quote itself longer in German, but we have to include more of the quote than in English. <laughs> and, gotcha. Yeah, but, but we, we have always found a way to do it um, without using any... Uh, Dots for marking, uh, you know, for leaving out something and just uh, reorganizing uh, the quote, uh, reorganizing the word order, or anything that would be very painful for Lord of the Rings enthusiasts. <laughs> but but we have we had to change one card name. Uh, it was in English. It's weep no more, mm -hmm. and yeah, it sounds like a command. Um, Yeah, but the full quote is, let us gird ourselves and weep no more. So, in German, commands have different forms uh, than the forms after let us. So, in German, it is, wir wollen uns gürten und nicht mehr weinen. Uh, and the card title was intended to be, weint nicht mehr. So, uh, we had to change uh, the quote and it's no quote anymore. <laughs> yeah, that, that was, I think, one of the few cases we uh, were, you know, The English card had a quote, and we had to rewrite it basically in yeah. German to make it match. Um, you know, because there is leave no trace and mm -hmm. uh, none return, and 
I think it should be like leave no trace. Uh, it should be like an order. But the quote would have not been an order in German, okay. so we, we had to change it, unfortunately. Wow, okay. So, But you said that, that doesn't happen super often, though, for you. No, no, no. no. Okay, that's good. Um, one last problem. Yeah. <laughs> Which was, I think, more of a problem when we think did a last proofreading of ourselves to the children of Eol, because this word was used a lot in the yeah. story text yeah. there. It um, was uh, the the use of Lord in the story, mainly, because um, no, in this story text, the male <laughs> male protagonists and um, were often addressed as Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, which doesn't happen quite so often in the Lord of the Rings itself. So, from what I have read, I've read it a couple times in English already. Um, it's mostly used when addressing someone without using his okay. name. So, my Lord or Lord, let us weep no more. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, um, but when used in conjunction with a name, it's perfectly fine in English. You know, you can say Lord Aragorn or Lord Eomer or Eomund, I think it was in in the Children of Eol. Yes. Um, but since, um, of course, uh, for example, many people will know Game of Thrones. Um, in the German version of Game of Thrones, they just used Lord to as a title in conjunction with the name. But the Lord of the Rings, the books and of the films, of course, too, um, in German, they avoid any foreign words. So, no lord, no, no lady. And so they use the German word for lord instead, which is Herr. But the problem is that Herr is also the, English trans- uh, the German translation of Mr. So whenever someone addresses another person with Lord Aragorn, it sounds a bit like Mr. Aragorn, and that is uh, <laughs> not the tone that we want from the story text. Right. Uh, so, um, yeah, we, we had to, to find a way to uh, address this issue without changing the... But, but I think if you're common with the Lord of the Rings language, you, you'll get it. That's yeah. not... Not like Mr. <laughs> Mr. Bilbo and Lord Bilbo are basically the same in, in German. In German. Yeah. Um, yeah, but but that was another one where we had a bit of a struggle, but uh, we we managed to find ways to yeah um, to address it, and I think it reads quite well now in German, um, and it I think it has been less common to use Lord in conjunction with a name in the later adventure packs of the cycle. So that's good for us. <laughs> um, yeah, that's another one that we that we noted and yeah, thankfully it's not that much of an issue anymore. Yeah, I'll have to make sure to to tell John to to fill up our next uh our next story text just full of Lord and Mister people. Uh, <laughs> oh, <yeah>. oh no! Oh <laughs> no! Uh, so we've kind of talked quite a bit about like 
what are the most difficult parts uh, of the the process because it it does sound like a very time intensive process what are some of your favorite parts of having helped out with a long extended party um yeah we are getting the to look at all the cards really early that's cool <laughs> yeah we know what what comes um up we know uh what we can play with later um we can look at all the cool uh, illustrations artworks um <laughs> they're just amazing <laughs> yeah that's i think that's the main part of the fun is um we're really excited to play with the cards ourselves so um in every adventure pack, basically, there is some card we definitely want to use in a deck. And so we just, just like always, like, when do they finish it? When can we start to translate it? Because mm. we want to play with it. And it's just, those cards are so well designed and the quests are so much fun. Um, it really is, the translation is like preparing Christmas, you know? <laughs> uh, you, it's, it's so much fun to, to, be the one to make it available in your language and then to be the first one basically to order it and to play with it and it's yeah it's pretty cool so, so, so sometimes and while we're while we're translating we're like uh, okay the rules that doesn't make any sense we're uh, struggling with glittering caves but then when you play it you have it on your table and you're looking at it it totally makes sense and you're getting okay it's so so how that's how it works and <laughs> yeah that's really cool yeah especially the glittering case was a challenge too to yeah. translate oh i'm sure yeah that one had all sorts of rule text and then <laughs> yeah. you know images of the map in the rule text and that you had to format around i'm yeah. sure uh so you mentioned that you're not super plugged into any uh you know, local uh, community or anything like that over there. How have you gotten to hear any feedback or any reception about how all up is, has been received over there in Germany? I know that there's, you know, a, a Facebook group for a lot of players and, and stuff like that, but I don't know if you have, you know, equivalent like forums or discord server or something like that, that, that a lot of folks get, get together on and chat. Yeah. So um, the first thing when we release it, German, pack is that our lead translator is, announces it in the Facebook group um, there is a bit of discussion there uh, often because you know it's pretty it's pretty German to criticize so um, <laughs> yeah uh, many interactions are just oh no this card is overpowered and um, but as we as we've come to, to know with the English cards as well, it's pretty much always because they have not played with them yeah. yet. So they mm -hmm. just look at it and theory craft a deck <laughs> in their mind or just a scenario where this card is super overpowered, but when you get you actually get to play it, it's just it's just a good card. That's fun. But um yeah, um it's often criticism, but because there's also excitement and praise um, and then we announced it on our Twitter account, which we already spoke of. Yep. Um, and then we have our own Discord server where we're also a bit discussing. We have a channel for discussing the translations, but also one for just talking about the card game. Um, but it's 
all, I would say, rather inactive. So um, I suspect that actually most of the German fans and players are on English platforms. So um, I think there are some Germans on, for example, RingsDB. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a German deck builder website, but it's gotten taken down, I think. Um, so I suspect that most of the interactions between even German fans is in English, because <laughs> um, yeah, there's just more of a community in when you when you're discussing in English and you have more more opinions and more more people to talk to than sure. in German. Yeah, that makes sense. So do do either of you have or do both of you have a, a favorite quest or favorite card or deck or anything like that that you've gotten to play since since all up has come out of of all of the release products so far? Yeah. Well so we have one quest that we both enjoyed I think the most of all the great quests that have come out. Um it has to be the glittering case, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um the it's just so fresh and new, I think, with the with the cave map. And yeah, the caves look so amazing. <laughs> They're beautiful. So yeah. uh the first time we physically held the cards in our hand, we just you know, let everything else be as it may and <laughs> just uh, set up the scenario and played it um it's just the, the the cave cards are just beautifully designed i think with a more black and white approach for the text box and mm-hmm. great artwork so this was very unique so i think we were just we were both uh we both very much enjoyed playing it um yeah and um... We have to admit we haven't played that much with Ada play cards yet, but yeah, of course we have favorites. I uh, yeah, I've I have I think three favorite cards. Um, first is Thangle. Um, okay. his ability uh led me to build my first Rohan deck, um, which really worked, <laughs> and it worked well. And yeah, it was really fun. I I don't know what deck you. Used. I think I used. Uh, it may have been a Gondor deck. Yeah, they paired up with it. They worked very well together. Yeah. Um. Then a bit fast. Um. Her abilities are also really cool, especially in connection with Lanvin and of course Garvin. Sure. Um. The the three of them. Uh, they complement each other just great, and I really like the backstory. Uh, yeah. It's very it's very well written. <laughs> Which we already have translated, by the way. I think with the character backstories, um, we have all translated. Yeah. Um, they are they are great too. I think um, they aren't available. I think at the moment, yeah. oh. anywhere. But um, yeah, because uh, I think Thaudir has not been able to do the formatting and the. Gotcha. Yeah, but. Um, He's a busy fellow as well. <laughs> um, but I think we we offered to send them to people if they would ask for it yeah. in German. Um, yeah. yeah, but 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 their story is great. Yeah, yeah, I like it too very much. And finally, uh, my 
most favorite card, it's Onward into Battle. Because my uh, favorite sphere is Tactics. I I think I always play with Tactics heroes. Um, yeah, and the card is, of course, really handy for that. I recently played the Siege of Kair Andros. And, mm-hmm. of course, uh, the card unfolds its full potential when there's Siege or Battle. And, yeah, attached to Tactics Legolas, it was very helpful in the scenario. Um, I like it's not restricted because I always have a lot of weapons and armor and stuff <laughs> like that. So uh, I think the warhorse, uh, the Rohan warhorse, yeah, wouldn't, uh, yeah, get on that hero again. And we have really uh, many events for make uh, making ready characters and end characters, Gondor characters, Sentinel, and I think ranged characters. But yeah, they're all events. You can use them. Right. Three times, or if you're seasoned, you can use them a hundred times, but <laughs> we are not seasoned. Um, <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> so I think there was a card that was really missing for tactics, and yeah, I enjoyed much playing with it. Yeah, so um, as for my favorite cards, I've also picked out three I really like. Um, one is maybe not that much of a surprise, it's The Last Alliance. Um, I've recently started playing with this contract, and it's just so much fun. Um, <laughs> you can do all the weird stuff you always wanted to do. Um, no, I've used it to great success in a Noldor and Sylvan deck, mm. with bouncing in and out, not just the Sylvans, but those expensive Noldor allies, too. Um, or I wish to make a deck one day where I can attach the Merc- Merkwood Long Knife, I think it's called, um, which gives not, which gives plus one willpower and plus one attack right. to to Sylvan. And I think it was made to go on Glorfindel, but it oh. cannot go on him. <laughs> uh, so I will one day make a deck where I include Glorfindel and this dagger and the last alliance, and then I will just hope to get three on him with a Golden Bells. <laughs> um, Perfect. Yeah, because I'm a bit of a Glorfindel fanboy, maybe. I really like his... No, not only a bit. <laughs> I really liked his spirit version, of course. It's it's just so so useful every every time you're having and... a hard time beating a scenario, and it's beautiful artwork. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm planning on using the Tactics Glorfindel, which has incredible artwork too and great abilities to one day um as for my so i think i think the last alliance just opens up so many possibilities in deck building that's a great card um another one i really like is box of earth mm. um because you know i run glorfindel pretty often but <laughs> it can be tiring sometimes to always use him um and so I often use Asphaloth, but <laughs> um, when you do not have Glorfindel, it's just one progress and nothing else, you know? Yeah. And, and Box of Earth is there, it's cheaper, and it has this nice effect of uh, giving the, the location you place the progress on this, uh, um, what is it, forest trade, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's just super useful, you know, with Cloak of Lorien or the... Um... <laughs> now I would like to know how this card is called in English. Uh, the Merkwood Sylvan 
woman <laughs> placing progress on forest locations. Uh, it's two on forest locations and one on other locations. Oh, uh, woman courier, I think. Yes, courier. That's it. Yeah. Um, so I've paired them up and they work just superbly well together. And I think that's great design because it's useful even when you do not uh, include um, Mercwood courier or Woodland Courier or um, or Cloak of Lordian because you know one progress was always great. Yeah. Yep. Not progress. <laughs> better than better than no progress. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I like this. You know these cards that seem a bit underwhelming. Maybe when they're released, it's just like a weaker Asphaloth when you if you want, but they're really they're really nice. And I think one. Cost of one versus cost of two is such a big difference that it's just you know a, a great card, and yeah. So another one of that category, and my last one I picked out is uh, Season Forager, mm. which uh, I... was it in Glittering Caves? May have been, um, but it's also you know one of those unassuming cards um, for cost of one and. I I like to play with lore and spirit a lot, so I really do not have that much resource generation. Right. Um, and then this card comes in and it's just it's pretty simple, and you would think you cannot gain resources from other player, basically from player card effects, so no steward of Gondor, no resourceful if you're in secrecy, but I would use it in secrecy, of course, over <laughs> Season Forager. Um, but it really solves one of the main problems you have when playing Lore or Spirit. Mostly Lore, because they're really starved on resources. <laughs> they just have Master of Lore, I think, to do something similar to uh, generating resources. And it's I just threw it in a deck, and it was so... It performed so... Well, I was very excited to try it out over and over again, <laughs> and it really it solved most of my resource problems in lore. So, another great card, and I I really like it a lot. Nice, yeah, that's fun to hear as kind of you know part of the design and playtesting team here. Just you know, it's not always just the the big bomb effect cards like the Thangle and Last Alliance that are the making it into <laughs> yeah. people's favorites. It's fun to hear that some of these more you know, this this card really kind of just helps a tactics deck work. This card just kind of really helps a lore deck get off the ground a little bit. It's fun to hear that some of those cards are among the favorites as well. Yeah. I do like just uh, in general, I think that we've got a lot more female heroes or characters now. I think Along the Same Party did a great job on that part because you know the Lord of the Rings is a bit short yes. <laughs> on women <laughs> and just to have um just to have a bit more you know diversity uh in the in the hero choices and say I just thought maybe it would be cool just a all women deck that would work because <laughs> you know um Three three female heroes that work well together is pretty hard to come by actually. And when if you just use the the official cards, um, 
And I think it was, you know, Os- Ospera yeah. is the first female hero with five hit points yeah. in the game. Yep, she was. Yeah, and then I think Rowan was the first uh, female hero leadership. There wasn't a single leadership yeah, here yes, prior yes, to that either. Yeah, so um, those were definitely conscious design decisions, so, you know, on, on C-Stan and the design team's part, for sure. And that's, I think that's, that's, that's great, too. It might have been, actually, I, maybe two years ago, I wrote a review of uh, Barrowbar on RingsDB, because she's one of my favorite heroes, and there I, um, I think I wrote that she's one of the few female heroes with four hit points, and that there's no hero with five hit points, no female hero, and I don't know if that was <laughs> part of um, the reason to make Ospera with five hit points, but it, I, I just found it very funny that now we have one, and yeah, that's pretty cool. It's funny that you mentioned that. That is your 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 comment there on Rings DB was one hundred percent the reason that Osbera has five hit points. <laughs> it was you. Uh, I I was I peruse through Rings DB fairly often and see those sorts of things, yeah. and I saw that comment, uh, and I mentioned it in Osbera's channel because she at one point did just have four printed hit points. Oh, uh, so <laughs> yep. In early design, she only had four. We saw that and plugged it in. So yeah, you you can take oh, that's so some cool. solid responsibility <laughs> yeah. for this. I will, I will gladly take all the hate from the community. <laughs> oh no, you cannot make a five hit point female hero. That's just you know not in the spirit of talking on whatever oh. they will say. <laughs> I see you also see rings of power things. <laughs> Um, so, wow. Thank you. Thank you both so much for coming on here. Uh, it's fun, you know, for, I I think one of the coolest parts about the, the Lord of the Rings LCG community, but then also a long extended party is just, you know, who would have thought that, you know, somebody here in Montana would be getting to talk to somebody in Nuremberg about, um, you know, a a card game like this, that we're both working on, you know, just different parts of the project, but you know, this working for the same goal of getting these cards, you know, released out just as kind of a side project hobby. Uh, I think it's pretty yeah. cool that, that, that something like this can even happen. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's also very great about Alep. So there are people around the world and they're working together to, to reach this, uh, yeah, this, uh, what, what the, Let's go. yeah, thank yeah. you. <laughs> this goal and works so well. Together, yeah. yeah, I think it's it's really amazing, um, and I really I did not think that something like that could be become reality, you know. Um, and I was really sad when I thought the game had ended, you know, because we were pretty new still, and then then Arlap comes around and. We suddenly are not only playing the game, but we're also involved in actually making the game. Yeah. And making it available for German players too. And that's so cool. And Yeah, and so, it's also exciting to see how the progress goes on and on and to see how the cards are changed and there's a little bit to uh, to change around and to see the, the the cards coming up and see the new cycle. That's that's exciting. It's, it's really exciting, yeah. Um, 
And I think that Arlep has achieved something that, you know, even fantasy flight games may not have achieved. So you know, people who not only deeply care about the game, but, you know, they know it from, you know, with, with they know everything about it. And <laughs> um, this pipeline we have and all of that is so amazing, you know, having the cards for playtesting available in the moment they're made or changed, it's it's really great. And also, the the discussions on the on the on the server and the channels and everything, it's so nice because you know everyone I think is on different uh, servers on Discord. But um, this it, it can get toxic, especially in those in those big servers, pretty easily. Right, and it's just such a great atmosphere on this on this server i really i really like how everyone is working together on arlip yeah and we're we're so glad to be part of it really yeah <laughs> yeah we're and we're thankful for you know obviously all the hard work that the two of you do there i'm sure that there are plenty of other german players who have no idea that the two of you even exist and are still grateful for for all the hard work that you've put in to let them play some of these quests and with some of these cards um, but with that, I think we will go ahead and kind of wrap this one up here. Is there anything else yeah. that uh, you two wanted to, to to say or get out there prior to wrapping up here this morning? I I think we're good. I I man, think a big thank you. <laughs> yes, I, that's what I want, was about to say. A big thank you to you, of course, for having us and for yeah, to designing the cards and doing all that has to be done until we can start translating. <laughs> and for chance you give us to talk about all the things we're doing i think it's really interesting for all folks out there and yeah so thank you thank you very much <laughs> yeah absolutely I, I i agree i'm very excited to, to get to hear from some more folks uh you know as this limited series continues on uh so so tune in next week we should have a an interview with um a couple other members in the long extended party team uh, until then see you later <laughs>